0: Welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. My name is Isaac, I'm going to be your host tonight, and I have one other Infinity Bro with me. It's Infinity Bro Zane. How are you doing, Zane?
1: Uh, I'm doing fantastic, happy to be here. You know, we're just uh, another Zane and Isaac mess around.
0: It's, yeah, It's what they all Zane are. Zane and Isaac mess around. Zane, uh, there have been reports from uh, some of the other Infinity Bros that you just basically agree with everything I say
1: um well i mean what do you feel about that you're a very smart man and uh i mean just one essential frontline worker to another we gotta have each other's (laughs) backs so yes that's
0: true the essential frontline workers have to be in alignment
1: we're a team we're we're (laughs) locked and honestly if people have a problem with us agreeing well you know what they're welcome to join us on the podcast
0: there you go. You know, That's If you want to be on the podcast, go ahead and give us a shout-out on social uh, media. And
1: get those other opinions on We'll get on you here. in here, yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe we'll do a Zane and Isaac debate against somebody that comes on the podcast. And then we'll tell um, you how wrong you are and how dumb yeah, your exactly. opinions are. Yeah, <laughs> unless like Zane breaks rank and, and finally decides not to agree with me on something. So, I don't know. We'll I just think,
1: out. just to, to surf for that, it's just like, I think so much of it, we do think so much alike. Like, That's true. W- growing up, we grew up kind of similar backgrounds. We have a lot of the same mm-hmm. mindset. It was just like, like we have fun, obviously, in our Zayn Isaac mess rounds, and like all oh, the yeah. time going through Ahsoka and stuff. But when you really do step back and think about it, you're like, maybe it isn't the best of always having us because of all the Infinity <laughs> Bros. We probably think most alike. <laughs>
0: like- hey, everybody on the <laughs> Infinity Bros. All six co-hosts get equal opportunity to be here. And here's you yep. and me, we're the ones that showed up and we're here to talk, yeah. Invincible and Spider-Man. So
1: we are essential Infinity Bros.
0: Essential Infinity Bros. Essential. We're, the, we're the frontline workers of the Infinity Bros, is what it we comes are. down to. And they if they <laughs> want to debate that, then they could actually come show up and be on the podcast. Yes, yeah, there we go. Get the get Very the good. news out. There you go, Zane. Well, uh, I think we've effectively shut down those uh, those reports. So <laughs> good work on that one, Zane. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Anytime. Well, any new listeners, welcome to the Infinity Rose. We're a group of six guys who have a podcast about pop culture, mostly Marvel, a lot of Star Wars. Zane and I talked to Soka, like we mentioned before. Um, you can find all of our Ahsoka episode recaps and season recap and the previous episodes of the Infinity Bros podcast. Make sure you check those out. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok on uh, theinfinitybros.com. But today, Zane, we're going to talk about two things. Invincible and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Yes. It's a pretty big deal for both of us, I feel like. We're more, more specifically talking about Marvel's Spider-Man 2. We Zane and I are both pretty big gamers. Both very big fans of Spider-Man, the character, and Marvel's Spider-Man, the first game. So, yeah, really excited to talk about that. But for you new listeners, I do want to make sure we explain to you
1: guys our rating system. Here on the Infinity Bros Podcast, everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. 0 meaning horrible, and 6 meaning absolutely excellent. Excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six,
0: it gets an infinity Step. So there you go. That's how we rate things on the Infinity Bros podcast. We are going to be talking also some spoilers for both Invincible and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. So make sure you guys have seen those or played them before you listen to this episode. If not, go ahead and hit pause or skip to the part of the episode that you want to listen to. Go ahead and do that and then go play the game or watch the episodes, because the first half of Invincible is out right now on Amazon Prime. So go watch the whole thing, all four episodes, then come back to us. So here is your official spoiler warning.
1: This is... Prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning.
0: So the first thing we're going to talk about, Zane, is Invincible. The uh, Amazon Prime original show um, on its second season. Part one of the second season, the first four episodes, came out um, this past month. And uh, unfortunately, is taking a break until part two. Number one, what do you think about that? The Because it, it came out weekly until we hit this break and then they're not starting again until next year. Why do you think they did that?
1: I don't know. Does it, it have to do with coming off of the whole writer strike and everything that like people getting overworked? So is it part of Lee like, Hey, we want to make sure everyone has plenty of time to do what they're doing. You know, we don't want to rush stuff, but at the same time, you're like, we only got four episodes. And not only was it just four episodes, like, there was already a delay between season one and season two. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't know what the purpose of this delay is Mm. unless they're trying to like run this together. So that like when we get the second half, because I think they already said that too, then like season three is going to be way closer than what season one and two were. Like it's going to be more of a like on Mm. pace, but right. Yeah. I guess I, I don't fully get the long delay. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of confused about this and I
0: look, I'm not an expert on the film industry and animation industry. So obviously all of this is complete speculation, but like, I feel like this wouldn't have anything to do with the writers or the um, actors strike because they, I'm pretty sure they would have had all this stuff written and, Voice acted by the time those started right like you would think that they would have just been finishing animation right I think I don't I don't know again I'm not sure how the animation industry works but like I would assume that they would have had those things done so like why the break and I did hear some people kind of speculate that like hey maybe it's the holidays like sometimes right. these shows kind of get lost in the mix of the holidays so they're taking a break so they can get like maximum. You know, I mean, that's viewers and ratings and stuff too. like that. Like, that makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. But like, it just seems odd to all of a sudden take a, you know, month plus break in the middle of a season. Right. So, especially since like, you know, uh, and Netflix has started doing that, they like release like part one. And then like a month later, they release part two. But this was released weekly for four weeks. Right now they're taking a break and I'm assuming when they come back, it will be released weekly again for the last four episodes of the season. So I don't know. I don't know. Seems odd, but right. Hey,
1: and especially too, as long since, as we keep getting it, then well, right. Like as long as we keep cares. getting it, I'm fine. But yeah, it, like they're 20 minute episodes. Like I get like, if each episode was like an hour long or something, but you're just like, it's just your regular right. 20 minute episodes. But mm-hmm I don't know. I'm not yeah. behind the scenes. I don't know what other work is. Right. I mean, you you know, think maybe the holidays have something to do with it. You know, they want people to have time with families or whatnot. And maybe too. Yeah. You don't want stuff to get lost, you know, Christmas season. Maybe people aren't as uh, attentive to this stuff. So maybe that's part of it as well. Like they want it to be more of the focus, but you yeah. know. Right.
0: Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, man. But anyways, uh, the first four episodes are out on Amazon Prime and they were some bangers. We got some crazy moments in this first half of this season. And to be completely honest, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I was not expecting at all. Number one was we got Omni-Man back in, was it episode two? Yeah, it was episode two. At the end of episode two. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I I didn't think we were going to see him till like, the very end of the season at all. So I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. Like, he's back. Here we go. And then, continue on, we get the reveal that he has uh, taken a lover with these bug people (laughs) and sired a son. And Omnimad's out here calling... The son, Mark's
1: brother. <laughs> right, I Oh my gosh, even, that was a wild reveal. Even on like face value of that, like I tried to put myself in Mark's shoes on that, and I was like, if my dad beat me to a pulp, because you find out he's actually like trying to, you know, set Earth up to be conquered by another race, beat me to a pulp, fled the planet, and then tricks me to come visit him millions of miles away and then get there and find out oh by the way this is your stepbrother so you need to love him too i i feel like mark's reaction was totally appropriate i was like absolutely like um excuse me just
0: beyond pissed and like what like what what is even going on right now like (laughs) as a viewer i felt that way so like you said i can imagine mark is just like right what (laughs) is happening (laughs) <laughs> why and and there's actually this moment where the uh, bug people i don't even know what do they even have a name i don't even know they, they did name, i can't remember but it they get killed by the viltrumites that come to take down omni-man and mark and he like turns to mark and he's like i feel Sadness, like pain, for these people. And Mark's like, "Are you kidding me? Are you serious right now? The planet that you lived on for twenty five years, you felt nothing for them, but this planet that you've lived on for six months, right? You're feeling feelings for them, (laughs) like as a son slash, you know, like close person in your life. Man, that has to be just (laughs) devastating." That was a crazy moment too, a ton of those crazy moments. These last two episodes for sure.
1: Well, they definitely packed it in. They were just like, Hey, we're going to make sure we send you off with some good stuff before we do this break. Cause you're just like, Oh, Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, so so I've read some of the comics up until like, I think I told you earlier, I think I've read almost all the way through season one which actually is a lot like it's a bigger story in the comics, but they condense it and they do a lot of like time shifting and stuff. But like the story is like spot on from the comics. They do a really great job of adapting it. And part of that probably has to do that with Robert Kirkman. Like he's a creator on the show who's who wrote the Invincible comics. So he's like, He's on top of things. He knows how to condense it. And they're doing a fantastic job with that through, I would assume through this season too. Like, again, I haven't read the comics for this season, which is why this season was like just mind blowing for me. I was like, what the heck is going on right now? Like, right. <laughs> My goodness. So yeah, just a, just a wild season. And, uh, I did like that. We got in episode four, we kind of got, um, nolan's perspective of like what happened you know like he left earth and then he kind of just like sulked yep. for he's got a beard so it had to have been like a month or oh, something oh yeah had right to been like he just uh, like sat in space for like a month <laughs> and so he's got this beard these bug people are about to die in the sun he saves them and that's how he comes to be among the the bug people and their leader god uh i don't know what they what they refer to him as but but yeah that goes and has a child somehow <laughs> with, with andressa i love that he he continues to call her by her name andressa <laughs> through that last episode like mark's like andressa are you joking me <laughs> oh my gosh just watch
1: I, I still think that's why though yeah when you still Contrast that though, all that happens because he saved those people because going into I don't that sun, the black whatever the yeah, it had to have been like a sun or yeah, black looks hole, like a star or something like that. Exploding, whatever. Like when you think about it, you're like, you know, if you just let them people die, the rest of their race would still be alive right now. Right. Like I just yeah, like, true. It, it's like the whole the Batman thing. You're just like, Yeah, I mean, yeah, him being there is what brought the Viltrumites there right plus the Viltrumites would have never went there <laughs> you're yeah. just like oh so i suppose that's maybe a overarching thing in general of just like right it's kind of your fault but yet you're trying yeah. to do the right thing to prevent well this and happening. this is like but,
0: this is like one of the first times that nolan is coming to that like realization right. and, and stuff like that because for the 20 plus years on earth he was full viltrumite like Oh yeah, this earth is going to be destroyed. Like I'm here on a mission. Then, you know, the thing, the fight between him and Mark from last season happens. And then that puts him into kind of limbo. Like he's questioning his whole life basically. So now this is like the first time that's happened. And he's like, ah, crap. He probably does realize that you don't really see that on the surface, but the Viltrumites come, they wipe out that planet. And kicked the crap out of Mark and Nolan. Right. And that was an awesome fight. Wild fight. Yeah, that was well done. That was cool. They did and I saw again, haven't read the comics, but I saw multiple shots after the fact of like people posting the comic panels online after the episode aired. And they, they put some shot for shot like stuff out there, like exactly on point with the fights in the comics. That's which cool is incredible. Like I I thought that was really cool how they did that. And there's, you know, apparently in the comics, there's Viltramites that are important to the story and they kind of like mixed and matched a few of those characters and stuff like that, which the ones that came to that planet and they were fighting and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. But at the end of the episode, they dub Mark the, Viltramite of Earth, right. and they take Nolan first for execution. <laughs> right. like, Which is another twist that I was like, okay, well, I guess it makes sense in the Viltramite whole thing. But like, I was like, again, I was not expecting to see Omni Man almost in this whole season. So the fact that we saw him and he's going to get executed now, I right. was like, oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> like, what? what the heck?
0: This is wild. So yeah a lot of a lot of crazy stuff happening which I mean we're not not used to seeing with season one right like I mean
1: right like you're kind of expecting this but I think going back like you said like you weren't expecting to see this much no like because like especially those first two episodes like they set up everything with like the the Mallers. they bring in the other dude whose name escapes me but apparently he's kind of a a, a big bad as well, to Mark throughout the, like, the comics. And it's just like, okay, those guys got an episode and a half, two episodes, and then all of a sudden it's just, no, 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 we're back to Nolan. No, we're back to the Viltrumite thing. So I was like, all right, so is that just, ah, we're just going to circle back on this, or I assume it's going to be some sort of ragtag thing, because once Viltrum starts showing up, it's going to need to be all hands on deck. So even if yeah, you were right. will, like that, they have to, you know, tie back into the story somehow.
0: Yeah. And uh, one, one part we haven't mentioned yet is I think it's episode three. Um, the first half of the episode is basically an episode of Alan, the alien, which was fantastic. You yeah. got to follow <laughs> him around for a little bit. Like, Hey, as much as, you know, people rag on Seth Rogen a lot for, you you know, a lot of the dumb stuff that he is in and does and all that stuff. But like, man, they could not have picked a better voice actor for for Alan. Yeah, Yeah. I think I think he's perfect. (laughs) And and he's been pretty involved in a lot of these productions, too. Like he's involved, pretty involved with this show. He's involved with the boys, Mm -hmm. I believe, as well. Like as a producer or something like that of some kind. So like dude is like. Loving these superhero projects, and I love that he's he's Alan Alien. Like, but we get him kick the crap out of by Viltrumites, and that is a brutal, brutal oh, yeah. scene. Like, oh, that ho, is wild. Ho, ho, ho. So it's kind of cool that we in that episode we get to see his backstory that he was kind of like created to be like an answer to the Viltrumites. Obviously, he's not as strong as a Viltramite but you know, three on one, it's it's right. not, it's not really much of a contest. Right. That's not it's really the crap fair. kicked out of him, but he still doesn't really give away any information. He doesn't really, you know, give in to their demands. They punch a hole in his guts. Uh, they punch his face. So his eye comes out <laughs> and they reveal at the end that he survived. So he's got that like, you know, super powered alien, like, You know, powers type of thing that's keeping him alive. So he's going to play a part in this down the road. And I think they're, like you said, they're going to need all hands on deck because Mark's going to go back to Earth. The Viltramites are going to send somebody to check on him in a couple months or whatever. And he's obviously, like, we've already seen that Mark stood up to his dad. Mark's not going to back down to some other random Viltramite that he encounters. So it's going to come down to Mark defending Earth from maybe one Viltrumite at first. Then however many they keep sending. And like you said, they're going to need it all hands on deck. So Alan's going to have to come back, help him out. Nolan's probably going to have to get out and come back and help him out somehow. Right. I don't know how that's going to happen, but something's got to give. Because the way Mark gets kicked around by that, the lady... Viltramite with the like you know hair braid thing
1: with the <laughs> freaking knife in it like okay <laughs> nice. that's yeah metal I mean okay. hey it's
0: probably useful as like a, a war you know right. society
1: <laughs> to any weapons just, that you could come up with right now I'm just with the kind of the show in general. In Mark on the small steps I want <laughs> to get to a point to see Mark get in a fight that he doesn't just get the crap beat out of him the entire time like i want him <laughs> to actually kind of win a fight yeah. or win a fight that he's not just completely right. just blown i think smithereens afterwards yeah You're just right like,
0: that's kind of like the point that's like the bit right? That, right that mark gets the crap kicked out of him he's invincible so like right. he can take it but you kind of you saw in that fight where he flips that switch when no one's like right. they will kill you right like you can you can have all your morals you want. You can, you know, say you're not gonna kill anybody, but they will kill you. These if guys you do will, not. right. Yeah. And even if they're dead, they will still get up and kill you because, like that, that first guy that he kills right
1: wasn't comes actually back. Right. He's like got a big
0: hole in his belly. He's holding his he guts in his <laughs> shirt. He's holding <laughs> his guts <laughs> in his shirt and still kicking the crap out of Nolan and Mark. <laughs> Just like holy wild crap. stuff, right? Like these guys, unless you like decapitate them, they are going to keep fighting. Right. You see that happen in Mark, like he flips that switch and he's like okay, now he can actually stand toe-to-toe with this Viltramite and, you know, actually compete instead of just getting the crap kicked up. So, right. there's a switch coming eventually here where he's going to start winning fights, especially with people on Earth. I feel like you go toe-to-toe with a Viltramite, all these, like, bad guys on Earth are going to be, like, there's, small potatoes.
1: Right, exactly. Like, there's... The only other people on Earth that could even hope to stand any type of chance in any fight would be Adam and Eve. But like, she's your friend. You're not really going to have to fight her,
0: hypothetically. Exactly. So, yeah, it's uh, some very interesting things, wild stuff happening, just like kind of like are almost conditioned to expect crazy stuff to happen right off the bat in that first season, the first 10 minutes of the show. Omni-Man slaughters oh, the yeah. guardians of the globe. Like, and you're just like, like, oh dang, what am I in for here? Right. <laughs> so after that, you're just like expecting the unexpected, you know? So I don't know what's going to happen. I honestly like don't even know what to speculate at this point. I'm just like, you know what? This is one of those things where I'm just like, I'm along to the ride. So I'm going to go where it takes me.
1: Right. Exactly. Like, and I think that's part of it too. It was just, it's been good. Like, every episode they've caught, it's been good. So it's not like, oh, man, there's speculation of, like, oh, are they going to, is this not going to be that great? Or is this, like, I'm along for the ride because so far I have no reason to doubt that the ride won't be good. So, like, yeah, just, I'm here for it. Just keep giving me more, you know? Great
0: first half of the season. Definitely excited for more. What would you rate this first half of the
1: season? First half of the season? Oh, man, we're going to go. I don't, like, it still just bugs me. Seen Mark get the crap kicked on him all the time. (laughs) And and like I said, too, like, those first two episodes, like, you brought Nolan back right away. And, like, I still Mm. just felt like everything on Earth, like, they introduced it, but then it's just, like, still there.
0: Right. And we didn't even talk about it, but, like, that first episode, there apparently is some character growth with him and Amber between seasons one and two, because, like, they're good. And, like, Mark, you know, and there is some stuff that they... Grow through in the first season, so I'll, I'll give them that. But like, it just seems like all of a sudden Mark's like, "Yep, I'm gonna go out planet for a month," and Amber's like, "All right, cool, right, right? See ya." You know, like last season, she was freaking out because he was gone for like you know less than a day, right? So you know, I just, yeah, it, I don't know. There's a little little disconnect for that
1: for me, but like you know, allow for maybe a little character growth in between seasons, right? So yeah, I like it's still good. So I'll. Go five out of six. It's still solid. It's still progressing the plot, but I think there was still some stuff left to be desired. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously the break in the middle is kind of weird, yeah. but.
0: Yeah, I think I'm with you. It's hard to give the first half of the season a rating, even just because we don't, we can't see the whole picture. Right. And so for that reason, I I have to give it a five out of six, too. Just like when, when we see the whole season as a whole it'll be a lot more easy to rank it based on you know like just being a completed season so but yeah up to this point solid animation is still great like i feel some people are dogging it for the simple animation but like this is the most comic accurate animated show like i feel like we've ever gotten like it's it's like so perfectly like and I don't know how much or if at all the comics you've read Zane, but like, this is like a one for one recreation of the animated style of the comics. Like it's like perfectly on point. Yeah. It's simple, but sometimes you don't need really crazy over detailed work to, to make a show work. I'm all in on that. The story I'm, I'm still continue to be just wowed by how they're able to put This whole story into these compact, you know, episodes like that first season almost went through a whole compendium of the comics and it still didn't really skip a beat with the story. So I think that's really super impressive. And obviously Robert Kirkman, you know, is is kind of helping with the uh, the storyline on that through through the animated show. So, yeah, five out of six still one of the better animated, you know, superhero shows even out there at this point. So we'll see rest of the season brings us next year. Yes. All right, Zane, here's the big kahuna. Marvel's Spider-Man two. Zane and I have already talked about this quite a bit because uh, we're nerds and uh, (laughs) we really like this game. So, Coming into the scene, Marvel's Spider-Man. What do you think of the first one? Or I mean, you maybe even talked slightly about Miles Morales too. What are your uh, thoughts about those two games coming into Spider Marvel's Spider-Man Two?
1: Well, I really enjoyed both those games. Like they um, kind of set up the universe. They've done what they needed to do. They're fun games. So, like, I coming into Spider Two, I was like, I trust what Insomniac was doing because I knew you know what we had with. Um, the first one, the Miles Morales. So my hype level was high. So it's like, I'm excited to see where they go from here. Cause it's not that they're just pulling know straight from a comic or like, it's all inspired by that. But like Insomniac's like, Hey, we're going to make our own universe of this and tell our own story. So it's refreshing to see, Hey, we're going to still take these characters and it's close and it honors the original lore. But, like, we're also going to tell our own version of it. And they're telling the version they're telling is still different enough that it's new. It doesn't feel like it's rehashed or. And not that I would have an issue of seeing some of that stuff play out, because, like, there's a reason why, you know, some of these stories and stuff are classics. But, like, they're changing enough of the right stuff to make it new and fresh. And it works in the universe that they've created. But it still has enough of that familiarity of what we grew up loving with spider-man um and i think they found a really great way of balancing that and so yeah so my hype for spider-man 2 was still top-notch because everything from the first spider-man and miles morales was you know six out of six for me yeah um i mean i, I suppose dropped a little bit on miles morales because it was more of just like an add-on instead of a full game but like it completed what it needed to do. It was the story to add on to the original, and it's just like it... Every, they've hit all the benchmarks that I've wanted them to hit. And so, like, to me, Insomniac is... They're top of the line right now. They can yeah. do no wrong currently.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm 100% with you. Spot on with the assessment of uh, Marvel Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Like, such great games and they found an incredible way to respect the source material, but also come up with their own backstories and their own stories. And, you know, sometimes that really gets people going, especially comic book um, slash comic book movie fans were all a pretty, uh pretty rowdy bunch when it comes to people's origin stories. And Spider-Man's <laughs> is like one of the most well-known origin stories of all time. And it's it's just really cool how they were able to make that into their own thing. And I feel like it's pretty much universally loved. Like I don't think I've ever come across a person that's like, yeah, that game sucked. Like yeah, some people maybe don't like it quite as much as we do, but everybody is like, yeah, this is a this is a good game. This is a solid game. Right. So, yeah, it's it is very impressive what they're able to do with those games and Miles Morales too. like, I feel like they even have a a bigger opportunity with Miles Morales just because there isn't as much lore and, you know, stories with him so they can kind of create their own and which which is really cool um, that they have that opportunity with that character. And they've been doing an incredible job with with miles morales as well so but like you said i i do feel that that game was a little short as well but it was it was almost like a little bonus because like they announced it like a month before it came out i think they're like it was oh, really hey, quick. by the way uh yeah we're having a miles morales game come out like at christmas i mean we're all right. like uh what okay well, it was
1: also because it was more or less kind of aimed at being like a ps5 launch game
0: right yeah I, you know, at, actually, I'm going to have to replay Miles Morales because like that's there's not a whole lot of Christmas games out there, I feel like. And you get the Christmas vibes. Yep. You very and, much and, get the
1: Christmas feel from it.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, nice and, and quick. Like you said, it's it's a pretty quick playthrough. So definitely enough to go back to that one for for Christmas after I platinum.
1: Marvel yes. Spider-Man 2. Yes. so You got to get that platinum.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Been been working on it. So, OK, now we come to Marvel Spider-Man 2. Zane has platinumed it. I have completed the main story. I'm working on platinuming it as well. I've only platinumed like four, three, four games, and Marvel Spider-Man and Miles Morales are two of, them. are two of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and granted, they're not hard games to platinum. Right. Like you spend like a little bit extra time hunting stuff down. These games are not harmed to platinum. So like, if you're not a platinum hunter, don't be scared by that. Like, go for it because right. it's they're really it's, easy. To it's get. fairly easy to to attain if you're willing to put a couple more extra hours into the game. And I could, I could fly around the city all freaking day in this game. Oh yeah. Easy. (laughs) It is. It is phenomenal. Okay. So Marvel's Spider-Man two, the big thing that they added with traversal and with travel is the web wings. So, you know, everybody listening to this has probably played this game a little bit at least, but like, you swing up into the air you th- whip out those web wings and you can glide and man does it make does it make the travel so much fun yeah. I, I they they put like little wind tunnels throughout yep. the city they put these like you know boost uh like air drafts throughout the city so you could almost glide around all day yep. without even you know touching the ground and it is it's just so fun dude i don't i don't think i've I'm trying to remember if I've tr- fast traveled at all. I don't think I have yet and I'm not planning on it unless I'm like, l- like short on time and I'm like, all right, I got to get there like, you know, quicker than
1: right. Well, like I, I did some just cause as you're running around, trying to like finish off some of the rest of like, yeah, the right. That's later. what I'm
0: saying. Like just tracking down all the extra right. Collectibles, but like stuff. even
1: on this, what's wild, and it, part of it is just tested on the PS5, but like the fast travel on this, it's literally like you just hold the button, it loads in your character, it shows on the map of your character moving, and then the screen just cuts there.
0: That's amazing, and
1: you're you're swinging, like there's no load time, there's no like it's legit. You just put your cursor wherever you want, you hold your fast travel button, and then. We're finally, it's why finally
0: getting using the hardware that we have to its capabilities. Yep. We're finally using it.
1: <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's so good.
0: It's I, I love that. There's like no loading times. Oh yeah. PS5. It's, it's incredible. Cause like, so going back to the PS4, so we have our PS4 upstairs and basically just use it for um, our kids. Now at this point, my middle daughter, Solvi. Is four and she just started playing video games she started playing this paw patrol adventure city game and the loading times are freaking longer than the (laughs) levels it is ridiculous (laughs) how long the loading times are and i i'm sitting here i'm like did i seriously sit and wait this long for every single game i played my entire life before getting
1: a ps5 (laughs) like
0: Like, i don't remember that's what's
1: wild because like that's still just ps4 like that's yeah. not like PS3 yeah. P, like that's literally just yeah. last gen. Like <laughs> Yeah.
0: wild wild stuff. So anyways, PS5 is and I'm sure Xbox Series S and X are similar in that in that capacity. You you have a Series X, right? I have a Series S. Oh, you have a Series S. With and the and cheaper one. Are,
1: are the load times like similar on yeah, that one as well. It, it yeah. functions the same way. You're just like yeah. I don't know how I ever stood loading. How did we before? live with that before? Right. <laughs>
0: That's wild. Wild to think about. Yeah. The traversal somehow they made it better because it's not bad in the first game. I barely fast traveled in the first game either. And miles Morales, like, it's just fun to swing around the city. And you know, a lot of us have played kind of the older Spider-Man games. Traversal was a challenge in a lot of those games. It wasn't, it wasn't very fun. It was clumsy, clunky, you know, it, it wasn't the best part of the game. Like I said, I could swing around the city all day and be just fine with right. that. Like, yeah, do a crime every once in a while. And, you know, maybe a, a hunter's hideout, you know, right. but swing around for the majority of the
1: time. And I'm a happy I'm a happy game. Right. I swing around, glide and not think like you swing around. You can swing around and do tricks as you're swinging yeah, around. Right you go up to a top of building, then with this one, how they added like the, the launch, not the launch point, but the, where you yeah. can actually put the webs and then just pull yourself back and slingshot you. You're just yeah, like, the
0: slingshot. It, it's yeah. so
1: satisfying. It's like, awesome. it's just like, yeah. I just flying around <laughs> side note. Also
0: they added, and I haven't even experimented with it. The only thing I've done with it is there's a trophy that you have. I think it's called like splat where you have to do a bunch of tricks and then purposefully not land and so you literally like there's an animation of you falling face yep. first on yep. the concrete and like bouncing on the concrete. And they actually added fall damage like you can turn fall damage on, which mm-hmm. I have not done that. But I'm assuming it's the same animation as that.
1: <laughs> it's wild. It's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> the fact that they put that in there is so I, much I, fun. It's so
0: funny that they put that in there. Just incredible. But yeah, they've done a phenomenal job with the gameplay. Combat is... Very solid. If you liked it in the first game, it's just as good, if not better than the first Mm -hmm. game. The one thing that I was kind of concerned about heading into this is like, Hey, like we're going to get miles and Peter. How are they going to handle that with the combat? Because like miles and Peter are very different in how they fight. And they did this perfect. Like they each character has a skill tree and then they have a skill tree
1: together Mm
0: -hmm. and man, they just did all around great
1: job. Well, not only that, but I liked to how, so obviously the gadgets are shared, but then on the special abilities, like the special abilities are different, but they are the same functionality. So like miles Mm -hmm. and, you know, Peter will both have, you know, an area of effect attack, even though they do different things but it's right. not like you're having to completely, you know that, Hey, I just got to hit the triangle button. This is, so it doesn't matter what character you're using or, you know, the, Hey, this is the one that'll send a bunch of webs out. It'll be a different mm-hmm. method or whatever. But it's like, it's yep. the same principle of what the attack is, even though each character has their own take on it. And I thought that was really made it easier to use. Cause you're just like, well, now I'd only have to think of, okay, what's the type of attack. And you're not having to pay attention to who I'm using. It's just all right it's the same mm-hmm. general kind of attack right. that i'm doing and then yeah, the fact but they made it different enough to where like you don't it's individual feel like right using it's not just it's character. the same character each character has their own individual take on it and i thought that was really fun and it definitely made it more unique and then especially as you go on and unlock some of the other powers and then when you start using yeah. like the the venomized style powers oh i forgot miles upgraded version cuz his the blue ones But then basically they have the upgraded version of their powers too. And you're just like, yeah, it -hmm. it just was super fun. Yeah. And man, the
0: way that they incorporated those with the story honestly was flawless. Like I, I have zero complaints with how the progression went with like, you know, the powers again, we, we kind of mentioned how they're kind of forming their own story. These, both of these characters have unique backgrounds But they come together in this story and man, it is just it's so stinking good. Like the fact that there comes a moment where Miles is working with Martin Lee and that's how he gets his upgraded powers. And then just a little bit further in the story, Peter basically like they you know, they work together to get Venom out of Peter and then Peter gains martin lee's anti-matter powers and becomes anti-venom and i was like that was the thing that i was like where does anti-venom come from because it's a very different origin story in the comics like completely different i was like where does that even come from how do they fit that into this game and it was just so cool how they incorporated martin lee's powers to you know give them both their enhanced powers it was just
1: so stinking good yeah, and that's what I said, too, of the, the whole point of it took everything we had, you know, from the comics and still paid respect to that. But they're like, hey, we're going to do our own thing, and it, but it still makes sense. You know, all that Venom stuff's going on. You're just like, oh, man, how are you going to counter Venom? And then using those powers and then it gets purged and it literally mm-hmm. becomes the anti-Venom suit. And you're just like, this yeah. fits. And it that moment is such a cool moment in the game. Yeah just so it's just like it's just one of those things you're like they did it like you couldn't help but just sit there and you're like i can't help but just kind of be drawn into this moment yeah super geeked out when that and it comes <laughs> when out and, right going down and then it, you're just like hey yeah use your like anti-venom power at this and you're just like and then miles is the his upgraded like the electric and just mm-hmm. put you're just like yeah. you had that epic feeling so you're good. just like this is yeah. this is what we're here for. Such a great story. And OK, so I'm going to pivot a little bit.
0: We got some great villains in this. And honestly, this is probably what pushes this game over. The first one for me is we get Craven and Venom, which Venom is my favorite. Like he's one of my favorite characters ever. Um, he's my favorite. You know, he goes from villain to anti-hero in the comics and. I kind of wanted them to leave that open a little bit, which maybe is my one gripe, I, I guess, if you could even call it that. But, like, man, they handled Craven and Venom so well. And I, I feel like Venom has hand, been handled very well in other forms of media as well. But Craven is a character that has been underappreciated and underpowered in so many different types of media. Like, he basically becomes just a hunter he's the guy that hunts people and animals and stuff like that and he's so much more than that the way that they adapted craven's last hunt to this storyline was just phenomenal wow they made him so intimidating even in the trailer that we got pre you know release it was so cool how they made it like this big hunter guy was like hunting and then all of a sudden this bigger hunter guy (laughs) takes down that guy who you thought was craven no that's craven hunting that other guy (laughs) that was so cool such a great and it set the perfect tone for this because honestly when you're going through the storyline i had the thought i don't know about you zane but i had the thought of like how can we kill this guy like or or take him down even because spider-man obviously doesn't kill people but like how Because he literally was laughing at the villains and Spider-Men that he was fighting throughout the whole story. Even till he died with Venom, dude was having a blast fighting Venom. It was just like, this is terrifying. This This guy's just enjoying this whole thing. This dude is a psycho. Just a true psycho. But oh my gosh, it was... They played him so well and like he's so intimidating. He's like the perfect representation of what Craven should be like. This is my favorite version of Craven, like probably even more so than the comics. Honestly, (laughs) like they did. They played this so perfectly. I was like a little surprised when you have that Craven and Venom fight. And then Venom straight up murders Craven. I was a little shocked at that. Yep, there was it did add to the stake factor. So I was like, okay, all right, now we're serious here. Venom is not going to stop killing people, right? And you know that's kind of like the urgency that I feel like Venom slash Carnage. Which we'll talk about in a little bit, but the urgency of those characters that you need because, like, these guys are threats, right? They're not just like, Oh, yeah, we'll just let them do their thing, we'll catch them another time. Like, no, they're gonna go murder a bunch of people, like, you right. need to go catch them right now, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a wild moment though. When oh, he yeah, Get off Craven's head, I was just like,
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> okay. well, like, it was such a shocking moment because you're like, Oh, that just happened, but at the same time there's part of you then after the initial shock of that you're just like, that's exactly how Craven wanted to go. Like he wanted to go hunting oh, yeah. this ultimate creature 100%. and he found it. And like, he yeah. had that battle and like, yeah, you had that shock factor, but then at the same time you get through it and you're like, Craven wouldn't have wanted to die any other way than how he no. did. No, so 100% like, that was like the whole, spitting. the
0: whole venom fight. He was literally be-
1: like, dude, kill me. Just right. Just kill. Me. Right. Kill I've, me. I found it. I found the greatest yeah you know we did not we We did did it it. right (laughs) literally yeah (laughs) which
0: i mean just ended just in a wild way but it was honestly perfect and like you said i mean like i was sad that we're not going to see craven anymore because he was such a cool character but like that was his whole bit was like he wanted to die right hunting the best thing that he could possibly find right so he did. He found he, Venom. Yep, yeah, he
1: he got his wish. He got his wish <laughs> he, exactly. He died oh, a happy now. man. His, you know yeah, he sure even did. Though he got yep. his head bit off. He died a happy <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Okay, so uh, now let's talk about Venom. He obviously, like Craven, is obviously the threat through the first half of the game. Then Venom bites off Craven's head and becomes the threat. Uh, what did you think about them changing the origin from Eddie Brock to?
1: Harry Osborne. I mean I thought it, it worked like I said they changed stuff for their own story because they built their own universe and they did it really well like it fits this story it didn't take me out of anything like yeah you want to see like hey how does Eddie Brock potentially like tie in will that be a future thing but like they tied this in like I said they altered the origin but they did it in such a way that you're just like this this works like I'm totally fine with this because it was still such great storytelling.
0: Pretty much with you. I, I am sad a little bit about Eddie Brock not being involved because later in the comics, Eddie Brock and Venom are pretty awesome. Like they they make a really good team. And the King in Black storyline is phenomenal. And that really cements like Eddie Brock as Venom to me, that storyline. So I was a little like even if we didn't see Venom you know attached to Eddie Brock this game it would have been nice to see him referenced somehow that like you know you eventually could get Venom Eddie Brock has Venom like you know in game three or you know whatever or even just like a reference is fine right. me too honestly so that was the only thing that I was like man I wish we wish we would have gotten that but honestly they did such a great job with the story and how they altered it didn't bother me much at all Harry in many forms of media not just this game is a whiny little (laughs) I want to say a b-word but I'm probably not gonna say that (laughs) but like yeah he's he's just not a very fun character but that's I mean that's purposefully what he's meant to be so I think it worked perfectly when he got completely consumed by Venom and he was basically gone At that point was when I kind of stopped caring about Harry. If, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but like at this point he's Venom, right? Like he's not, he's not Harry anymore. And, and, you know, they kind of talk about that. Like Peter's like, I don't want to kill him, but he's not himself anymore. It's kind of cool that they showed that a little bit in that final fight where like he's using the anti-Venom every once when he does it, it goes back Mm -hmm. and like you see Harry's face and Harry's just like, no, just, just let me be right. And that was like, mm, oh man, another character or a person in Peter Parker's life that he has to let go of unfortunately throughout the whole story didn't really like him as a character anyway so it was, it was okay
1: <laughs> but is that just like part of the conditioning of like in all media like you just don't like harry osborne in general so like he was yeah, probably right. kind of trying to ice skate uphill in ge- a little bit <laughs> yeah, so like right. this guy's gonna have yep. to do a lot to get us to like him because you right. just know yeah, exactly
0: and like he started off okay like you know he's he's harry osborne right? Just, is what he is and so.
1: I, like we talked about that before too like in the beginning kind of the agent venom type nod that they gave to him oh, that, that was, was cool. cool that was fun it was cool like, it
0: didn't really make sense in the story but it was cool right, so i was, was like cool, right. oh i don't even care right. if that doesn't right. make sense but hey cool but they mentioned flash thompson yep. uh a couple times they said that uh he used to beat them up so maybe we'll get that back. at the end of the story Venom supposedly gets, you know, there's that little that one little symbiote that's like crawling around and then it like kind of like dusts. So -hmm. like they make it seem like Venom is gone. We're not getting Venom back again. Which I would be sad about. But like in the context of their universe, they have plenty of other villains. So I I, it's that but
1: also like I've been saying, you need to finish all the side stories. Mm -hmm. All the symbiotes aren't gone. I
0: went yes, I went a little bit further into the Wraith storyline and I met the guy, the flame. Mm -hmm. So that's like where I'm at with that storyline. And you know what? Honestly, like go ahead and spoil that because I'm done with the game.
1: So like, tell (laughs) us a little bit about that and, and where we're going with it. Well, so you finally get to the end. So like, there's this whole other gang that you fight against throughout the whole, they're like the, the children of the flame. And they're actually super annoying to fight when you come across them in the street. Yeah, like, they are like flame wars and stuff. And you're like, these guys suck because they burn your webs, and you're like, ah, oh, these yeah. guys are terrible. Yeah. But basically, they're following this guy who basically is unnamed the whole time, and you get through the flame. You're right. It's just the flame. And you're like, oh, okay. But everyone who like all the gang members who work for him are terrified of him, and they're like, no, 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 no one can cross this guy. But everyone has completely like bought into like his vision. So you go through all the quest missions with Wraith. And you get to a point where you're like, and she's telling you, like, no, you need to kill this guy. Like, this guy's dangerous. But then of course it comes back to the Spider-Man thing, like, no, you don't we don't kill people. And you actually stop Wraith from killing him. And Wraith actually gets really mad at you because you're like, this is on you, because you didn't kill this guy. Like, you aren't doing what you should have done. And it all sets up, then finally, there's the final uh <laughs> mission with it and you're at a rail yard and because you're like all right you're trying to figure out his plan and you find out like the plan was they're basically gonna blow up this rail yard and basically like burn down a huge chunk of the city so you get there you know you stop it you undo all the bombs but then next thing you know there's like a runaway train that got its brakes cut coming through there and they're like oh no we gotta figure out how to stop this so you know you have this whole moment of you stop it. But then as Spider-Man, you're laying there, you get caught under this train and the flame reveals his actual plan. So that train was coming from Oscorp and he was anticipating on you stopping and derailing the plane or that train, not plane, because the train was carrying other symbiotes. Oh, And he goes and grabs a symbiote. And then what you notice is he grabs one. And basically what it turns out to be, the dude has red hair the flame's Cletus Cassidy. <laughs> Did they, so, they actually name him at the end? or I don't remember if they actually say his name or not, but he basically grabs a symbiote and it's red. And you're like, this is going to be carnage. And oh so he's sitting gosh. there as you're trapped under the train. And he just like pours gas on you and, you know, drops the match. Cause he's just going to burn you and you start catching on fire. And then Wraith comes, put the fire out, whatever and it stops you. But like that whole storyline ends with Cletus Cassidy has one of those containers that have trapped the symbiotes in because his whole goal was just to get symbiotes and then he disappears. So you got Cletus Cassidy out there with the symbiote. Let's go. And so there's a lot of speculation on that is like, is that going to be a DLC we're going to get? Oh, that would be perfect DLC.
0: Right. Or is that going to set up a third game? Slow down here because like, okay, so we get the post credit scene. In actually, I don't even think it's post. I think it's I think it's right before the credits. But Norman goes to Doc Ock in mm-hmm. prison or whatever, and he's like, "Hey, who are the Spider-Man? I want to kill him." Yeah. So he's going to become Green
1: Goblin. He's got to be one of the main villains
0: for the next. Well, he's
1: going to be. Well, not only that, because he goes to Doc Ock, but then even Doc Ock was like, "Screw you! I'm not helping you." Because Doc Ock, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a great part because that like, was awesome. He absolutely hates Norman. But, <laughs> yeah well not of that but then when you get to the end and harry's in that bed and norman gets on the phone call and it's like hey come mm-hmm. finish the work on the g serum and you're like dude that's the goblin mm-hmm. serum yeah it's so like you know you so that's got to mm-hmm. be you know it's happening it, it's happening so that has to be that's the focus of the third game green goblin yeah. it's the most yeah, iconic that'll Spider-Man be that'll villain.
0: be one of the main villains but like i think we're gonna get you have to get like a tandem two or three main villains in a game like they did with this game. I think that was just like perfect. How the main villain was Craven for so long. And then all of a sudden Venom becomes that main villain threat. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle that with Green Goblin. But yeah, maybe I mean, it would make sense to have Carnage as DLC with this just because this was like a symbiote game. Right. That would fit really well with the game. But I, I want I want more carnage than just a DLC. So right,
1: uh, exactly. personally, I'd love for him to be a part of the next game. But right, but at the same time, like, how would you fit that in? Because like the whole venom right. thing was kind of in this one, so yeah, it seems exactly. like it fit more as a DLC. Because then, obviously, yeah, you're getting you green. Then another rumor that I've heard is like you go, you know, with the G serum, they complete it because that's what Norman's trying to work on is the new cure. Because like. For those who haven't played the game, basically the cure that they came up for Harry, like that's how the symbiote like evolved. So they basically used the symbiote, and that's what cured Harry. Yeah. And so now they switched to this G serum. So one of the possible things that some people speculate is that it'll be Green Goblin and then Harry will be Hobgoblin.
0: Ooh, yeah. Oh
1: man, if we get a goblin. Because then, then the game the, the third game, because second game was symbiotes, third mm-hmm. game would be goblins. Goblins. Oh. And that would be also yeah, that pretty would be sweet. sick. I am not gonna lie; that would be that would be pretty awesome. Because then know. you'd have goblins, and then well, then the other it doesn't it's not as big of a the side stories of with what you get with the flame, and you know. I mean, you could go capacity, deep. though. Like,
0: you could go, you could go like hobgoblin. You could go into demigoblin. There is a bunch of goblin characters, right? There's there's there is a bunch de- of, but
1: the, another one of the side missions you run through, and you get to the end, you also run into chameleon. In this,
0: Ooh, yeah,
1: okay, okay, and I did so, hear that, yep. So, well, then Chameleon has actually ties to Craven in in, in this universe. I don't, okay. I don't think it was his brother. I think it was someone who escaped Craven.
0: I don't remember okay. exactly what
1: the story was, but like it's i don't know if you've unlocked the the missions with the ones where you got to follow the drones and like unlock yep. who the yep. drone I just
0: I just actually unlocked the main like armory or whatever that I'm supposed to go to so that's yeah, like next on the
1: list. Yeah. so when you get to that armory, basically you get there and you, you kind of figure out that's what you discover and that's why those drones were tracking the different people. It's because oh. it was all people oh. chameleons pretending to be
0: oh man that's awesome so, okay i and, and so am pumped and so that's
1: why craven had those drones out because craven was also trying to find chameleon mm-hmm, so you also okay. kind of have chameleon around so you're like well that could also be yeah. potential dlc but that's also mm-hmm, okay. someone you could use in another game Yeah, it'll be really
0: interesting to see what they come out with for the dlc because like the dlc for the first game was it was still fun like i definitely enjoyed it and Silver Sable was cool, but mm. like the villains in those DLCs, like the cyborg hammerhead was just like, oh, right. Yeah, this is, uh, this right is stuff right. that I really didn't need, but you know, it was more Spider-Man. So obviously I'm going right. exactly enjoy it. Kind of unnecessary. So yeah, I don't know. Carnage would be sweet, but I would like to dive into him more than just DLC.
1: Right. But then that's the part too. It's just like, cause if you want to bring him in as, you know, a focus like what if that's how they just continue to weave these stories like what if you get carnage and then even if it maybe is a dlc but then you bring him in the third game right and then well uh,
0: and here here we go like back to this again like so okay so there are a bunch of symbiotes in that train or whatever very likely that there's probably still some of the venom symbiote in there as well right so like then you could potentially get eddie brock and then you could have him be or even like even if you didn't go eddie brock yet go flash thompson get agent venom
1: right well that's what that i mean, like sweet like there's other options that's why i mean, like there's still other symbi like there, there's right. still potential there but also like if you go the goblin route bring it carnage you get the red goblin oh, right man combine those right that's what i'm saying like it would be have that be the final villain of spider-man three's Some red goblin fight that would be nasty, dude. Oh, I'm already getting
0: giddy thinking about it, (laughs) right? That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: that would be awesome. And then, I mean, I guess pivoting from the villain part of it, um, because at the very end of the game, you got that teaser, you find out who Rio Morales is dating.
0: Yes, yes, I forgot about that.
1: Also sets up potential the third game. Which again is more rumors and speculation, but mm-hmm. it, basically they're introducing the character of Silk. So yeah. you find out that Rio is dating Albert. I don't remember if their last name is Wong Wait, Moon. I think it's Moon. Moon. That's Isn't it that's Simi it. Moon? It's Moon. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's Albert Moon. And then they come over because they're you know the kind of there's a under running thing through the thing through the story of Oh Rio once smiles to meet this man she's been seeing. So they come over for dinner at the very end of the game and. She introduced that to Albert and Albert's like, hey, this is my daughter Cindy. It mm. you only see the back of it, it's not like a full yeah, right. it, it's, it's not, just yeah. that quick teaser. But right. then you're just like, Oh, well, that's Silk. So now yeah. the speculation is like on the third game is like, and you kind of already know that of Peter taking that step back, you know, mm. kind of be, you know, the man in the chair, if you will. Right. The focus and Insomniacs kind of said that. They it's Miles' story more now. But now right. Bring in Silk as your sidekick. Bring in Silk. Also, we
0: get kind of the side quest of the Spider Bots. Yep. So we get multiversal aspects. I mean, we could see more Spider People than just Silk as well. We might right. we might get like some cameos from other Spider People if they do any type of a multi-dimensional side quest in, in Spider Man Three too. Right. So a lot of a lot of cool things and a lot of possibilities. Man, I just—it's so hard to find things about this game that I don't like. Right? (laughs) Like, I wanna—I wanna be not critical, but like, I do want to give it like a fair review and and say things like, "Hey, this is what they could have done better." But like, um,
1: there's not a whole lot they could have done better in my. Plus, it's just like it. We're especially for the Infinity Bros, two of the biggest Spider-Man fans. So you're just like yeah, I'm, it, I'm a Spider-Man show, right? I'll, I'll exactly. Like, it, like I, am in the same boat. So it's just like yeah. our thoughts are going to be the same because it's just yeah, like it we're
0: just... we're probably a little too biased to be right fully <laughs> reviewing this. But like as I feel like we do have good perspective because we come at it from probably. I'm more of a comic book standpoint than a gamer standpoint, but we're also pretty decent gamers where it's not like we're, I would say I'm a casual gamer because I don't like play every single new game that comes out, but like, you know, we're pretty experienced on the gaming side of things and on the, the comic book side of things. So like the fact that they've melded both of these together so well is just, it speaks volumes to the work that they've put into this game. And, insomniac also has wolverine coming out in
1: 2025 i think yes early 2025 yeah but also confirmed set in the same universe let's so like go let's go let's go oh man so excited about that (laughs) this was gonna set up my next question too okay did you unlock the wolverine suit for miles no i haven't yet Dude, oh it, my
0: gosh it's
1: it's it, there's some good one.
0: there's some good suits by the way oh, oh yeah okay so this is actually this is actually a question sorry did you have
1: you said you were going to set up well or no something? i was going to preface this by that saying well i was just going to say of uh, what suit have you used most for peter and what suit have you used most for miles that's the one i literally <laughs> was just going to ask you that
0: okay so i've unlocked so i went with uh the i was going to go with the collector's edition because that freaking venom statue is amazing it's so cool but i didn't i didn't end up going with it because we're we're trying to save for this global team that we're going on next year but i'm gonna buy that statue later because it's awesome and i want it like i saw your pictures of it and i'm like oh i need that it is so cool so definitely gonna pick that up later but i just got the standard edition so i didn't get all the extra suits but i only have i think about Six or seven suits left to unlock for both Peter and Miles. So I have like a decent amount of the suits. The one that I've used the most for Peter is the black symbiote suit from Spider-Man 3. That's my like favorite symbiote suit of all time. I absolutely love that suit. I don't know why either. It's just like it's like a mix of nostalgia and it's just a really cool suit. So that's the one I've probably used the most for Peter. For Miles, Miles is different for me because, like, I'm not super huge on all the, like, futuristic suits with, like, the helmets and gadgets and stuff like that. Actually, you know what? I recently just unlocked the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. suit that he has. And that one's sick. Like, I was, like, surprised when I unlocked that. And I was like, this one's actually really cool. So I've been rolling with that one for a good chunk of, like, the end game like story basically and you know honestly there's been a lot of uh there's been a lot of like buzz about this his final suit on the internet I don't think it's that bad like people people yeah. are saying like it's the worst suit ever. I it's not that bad. The the cut off the top and like his hair sticking out that's dumb. That's stupid. We we mentioned before like you're Spider-Man. Come on you like you're literally telling everybody this is a part of who right. I am. Like, like anonymity underneath is like the whole the mask. point like, of that's, being Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the point. So like, yeah, that's stupid. If you just covered that, the suit would look sweet. It would look right. great.
1: Like so I said, I'm not sure why like, they
0: felt like they needed to do that.
1: Well, that was my bit too, because that suit has a hood. It's just not up. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that up suit the hood. would it look, look it would so look much great. cooler if the hood was yeah. up.
0: <laughs> okay. And I just unlocked. So I did all the Brooklyn visions, um, quests, And this also made me kind of like chuckle a little bit. For completing all those quests, the Brooklyn Vision students give Spider-Man a Porter is is he Puerto Rican? He's Puerto Rican. Yes. Is it Puerto Rican? Puerto Rican flag suit. Flag suit, yeah. And it's like You don't know he's Miles. Well, obviously, they do because they gave him a Puerto Rican flag suit. Like, what the heck is that about? So, that was weird. I was like, I just was like, all right, there's some some things like that where you just. I mean, it is a cool looking suit. It's a cool suit. Yeah, it's it's not a bad looking suit, but like, it just was like, oh, okay, well, that's odd that they would just randomly give him a Puerto Rican suit. Hmm." (laughs) Interesting. But yeah, I'd, I'd say that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. suit for Miles and the black suit symbiote for uh, Raimi, specifically for Peter. What, what
1: about you? What have you been rolling with? I would say, like, I would occasionally switch because I'm like, I have all these suits. You gotta suits. use them gotta all. You know, there's right. so we many cool suits. But I feel like the ones that have probably got the most run time for me for Peter was probably the Superior Spider-Man suit. Oh, that one's so cool. So that cool. Like, great. it's just so sleek. But I also, like, there were times I wanted the suits to still kind of reflect or match a little bit, like, between Peter mm-hmm. and Miles. So, like, I did a, a decent amount with the Spear Spider-Man. I did the, the classic Iron Spider a little bit. Yes, Just because classic. it's... How can you not? It's that... that, there, were, red, there, were that some suits,
0: there were some suits missing in the first game that they, they nailed in this yes. game. I, I have zero complaints about any of the suits in this game. They are phenomenal. But yes, Scarlet or the, the iron spider suit. Wow. Chef's kiss.
1: So cool looking. Beautiful. So I use that one a lot. And then it basically, when we got to the end game, I used the, the venom suit, yeah. not, not the rain, like the, the, like the actual, um, like the smooth black venom suit that, uh, yeah was in the game because i was just like ah, that just looks yep. cool well then not that, that but then cool. then you get the anti-venom suit and i was just like this just looks too cool so yeah i ended up sticking that for the end game and then just rolling with that yeah yeah so and then the one for miles the one i used a lot was well there's one of his hooded ones i don't remember what it's called it, it's almost like a modern more modern of the arachnid one so, Ooh, okay. it has the yeah. hood comes up, but then it almost um, has like glowing, like, yeah, lines isn't it like, like down. Web Warrior? Yeah, yeah that I think one it's one Web it, it, it might be Web Warrior. I Maybe. use that one a lot, but then when I finished off the rest of the Mysteriums of Mysterio's side, the oh, I haven't done that suit, yet. You told me about that earlier. The suit you get for Miles for that is so cool. That was the suit I used the rest of the time up until the end game suit with miles. Cause I was like, you got to end the nicest. game with the end game suits. That's just yeah. in my mind. It's just the coolest way of doing it. Yeah. But nice. when I unlocked that answer, suit, yeah, I was like, I have to use this suit the rest of the time. Cause like I told you this before too, like one of the color options to set that suit for is white and gold. And you look, Ooh. you look like the white power ranger. That's amazing. And it is the weirdest <laughs> thing. You're, it's literally combining a Spider-Man suit with the white power ranger. you're like, This is so cool. Like that hands down for this game. That is my favorite suit design for this probably entire game. Right. that suit. That's yeah. That one highly recommend getting that one.
0: Definitely going to be getting that one. Uh, I think the other one that I probably rolled with in the beginning of the game, the most was the amazing Spider-Man two suit. Like they, they had, I think in the first game they had the, amazing spider-man suit which is the one that's kind of like funky off color they like kind of like made it different to be cool or whatever which that one doesn't look bad either and that they have that one in this one but the amazing spider-man 2 suit is the best live action suit ever. oh yeah like it's so stinking good has the big lenses it's perfect and i rolled with that one for a good chunk of the first part of the game because it's just so cool
1: yeah for sure again like i said it's tough to Stick on one because there's so many. So, so I found that too. Ones, just dude. like you flip through, then you play a little bit. I gotta go to another one. You just keep yeah. kind of rotating right. through. You're like, man, this needs to be just like a a random locker, like in Fortnite. So just like every time you go to like a cutscene, <laughs> hey, yeah, another scene. <laughs> that would be just, awesome. Yeah. Oh, that would be really cool. Like, yeah every
0: suit. every time you complete a mission and like comes back. And you're in a different suit. Like
1: it's every time it does a character switch, you go to Miles, he's in a different suit. Yeah. You come back to Peter, oh, he's in yeah. a different suit. That would be sweet. That would be kind that would of cool. would be so
0: cool. All right. Infinity Bros Universe, tell us on social media which suit you like the best and what you play in the uh the most. So but yeah, Zane, I think we gotta we gotta wrap it up, man. We've been talking about Spider Man <laughs> a long time. So we literally
1: <laughs> started this episode and we we're like, oh man, I hope this we don't talk till ten o'clock. And then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. we're just like, we get going on Spider-Man here. It's 10 there o'clock. It yep,
0: yep. yep. What do you know? But <laughs> y- yeah, you get Zane and I going on Star Wars or Spider-Man and we could talk like, till seriously. the cows come home. yeah Too easy. If, if we didn't have clocks around, we <laughs> oh, probably yeah. would still be talking still going. for a while here. So. <laughs> but thank you, Zane, for joining me. It's been a honor to talk Spider-Man with you.
1: Always. Always a blast to be here
0: and thank you listeners wherever you're listening however you're listening thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast experience make sure you check out the infinity bros at the bros. Dot com. you can follow us on facebook instagram twitter tiktok twitch youtube all the things and you can uh, check out all of our past episodes on any uh, major podcast platform so we love you 3000 have
1: a great day bye, bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at the Infinity Bros. You can also check out our website at theinfinitybros.com for links, reviews, and sweet merch. Feel free to send listener feedback via social media or email at InfinityBros Podcast at gmail.com.